Welcome to the CSL Olympia podcast. In this episode, you will hear an opening prayer, followed by a talk. You can learn more about us at our website, cslolympia.org. Blessings. So right now, take that breath in. And as I feel that life, that life force that flows and floods into my being, I acknowledge that life, that one life that is God, that divine universal consciousness, that mind, that unlimitedness, the source of all there is, that all things come from this are made of this, this one, one life. Mm. Mm -hmm. And because all things are made from this, all things are supported by itself, for it is not against itself. All that is made, all that is created, is supported, nurtured, connected one to the other. And so I know that because this is all there is, that it is what I am made of. I am made and created on all levels from this source, this one mind, this one life. And because I work and I have my being as an outpicturing or reflection of this one, this God, this spirit, this life, this source, that today I open, called and invited by the season to release old patterns, to release what no longer serves me, allowing it to fall away, to give it up, Release it like leaves blowing away. And as I do so, I open and I dip into that unlimited space, reaching in to discover and claim a new dream, a new life for myself. What shall I be? What do I bring into the world? What is my dream? that I may create as spirit is creating through me. And I know that whatever I dream, it is God's dream. I simply claim it for myself, whatever I choose. And I know that it is supported. And I know that the truth of this is that all dreams, all dreams are connected for they are all coming from the same place that unlimited source. And so I give great thanks and I enjoyed by knowing that my dream supports and helps activate other dreams and all dreams working together, expressing the unlimited abundance of God. 
bringing all good, all light, all joy, all life into expression. I'm so grateful for this. I give great thanks for the light and the life that my dream can open. And so I release this, knowing it is already done, for it is already in the mind of God and made right here and now. And I simply affirm this. And so it is. And so take this time now for your reflection. This whole month, we're exploring the idea of going further together. Uh, Last week, I talked about the African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And we want to go far. And our topic today is share the dream. And this is the talk where I'm going to invite you to start being evangelical religious scientists, to go two by two and knock on the door of every single home everywhere and ask, do you know Ernest? Have you found Ernest? Have your Science of Mind textbook with you so you can you know, wave it. No, we're not. that's not the sharing the dream that we're talking about, of course. Uh, but sharing the dream. As we talk about sharing the dream, we have to recognize, we have to recognize that the dream is present within us. The dream is already present within us. No matter how, how old or how young you are, we each have a dream or dreams which are alive within us. And, they, and some of them might change over time, and yet we always still have a dream. And often we tend to devalue our dreams. Oh, it's just this little thing. It's not really all that important. Or we devalue ourselves. You know, who am I? I could never make that happen. Anything really big or important happen. And so we, we devalue all that. But our dreams really, so our spirit, the infinite presence, seeking to express its nature through us. It wants to express through you and me. All of us. Love. By love, I mean the capital L, love. Love is one of the greatest dreams we have because it's the nature of spirit. God is love. We often begin our lives by looking outside of ourselves for love, hoping to find the right person, the right situation, maybe the right you know, house, car, thing, whatever, so we feel loved, to give us love. As we grow and mature, hopefully, we come to realize that the dream, the experience of love, lives within us, within each of us. And no person, no place, no thing can give us love because we already have and are it. As we realize that we are love, our love. Say it for a moment. I am love. I, I am love. love. And whoever's unmuted there, I invite you to mute back up, please. But as we realize we are love, we stop the endless search for love. We stop being a fish who's living in the ocean searching for water. And we begin to realize that the greatest joy in life is to be 
love, to be love. And as we realize this, we tap into the universal flow, the circle of giving, receiving, that is love. And we move out of the fear of not getting love or losing what we interpret as love to the awareness that we are love living within love. We are love living within an infinite field of love. As we open to this awareness, we become participants in, active conscious participants in, the infinite dream of love expressing in human form. This is who we're called to be. And we have all sorts of ways of doing that, of making that happen. As the song says, we can be mothers, we can be fathers, we can be brothers and sisters, we can be all sorts of things. We have all sorts of ways, teachers, you know, ways of making this happen. But really what we're doing is we're sharing love, we're expressing love. And as we play in this dream, we recognize that when we give love, it returns to us. As we give love, it returns to us. The important thing is to realize that it does not always return in the same field in which we sow, as Jesus said so long ago. It doesn't always show up, you know, just because I'm nice to somebody doesn't mean that person's going to be nice to me. But if I'm putting out love, it's an infinite field. It has to show up from somewhere. We get into trouble when it's got... It's got to show up from this person right here. That's where we get into trouble. When we realize I am just giving love and I'm open to receiving love back, which is the other half of that giving-receiving equation, then it flows and we're in the flow. The infinite field of love is much greater than any one person or situation. So we participate in the flow of infinite love when we see each person we encounter as an incarnation of the divine love and ask or approach them from the question of, how can I love you? Rather than, how can you love me? Or how can I get love from you? Very different questions. This love can be expressed by kindness and compassion. This love can be expressed simply by being fully present with each person we meet, even if you're busy. You know, we see so many people today who are walking around not present, not present with the people in their life or or life itself. I'm present with my phone. Can I put the phone down? Can I put my busyness and my agenda, even if it's not my phone, down enough to be present? This is what Jesus meant when he taught, greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends. You know, when I grew up in Catholic Church, it was kind of implied that meant you got to go out and get killed for your friends. But that's how you lay down your life. But that wasn't what he was talking about. He was talking about setting aside your own personal agenda, your own personal busyness, your own personal what's on my plate today uh, life to be present, to be present with each other. By being willing to see the face, the divine in everyone, even if they in their woundedness 
and their belief in their own separation from infinite love make it difficult, as we all have, I have, you have, we've all done this at times, made it difficult if we can relate to each person from our heart, from our authentic divine self. And what that takes is being grounded in that divine self, that authentic self, taking a moment to be present with my own authentic divine self. When a practitioner does a practitioner session, the first person that they anchor in and get clear with is themselves. So they can be a clear presence for the person who's sitting in front of them. When we are anchored in front in our own authentic self and we're greeting people, meeting people from that authentic self, we help them, even if just for a moment, to awake from their delusion. We are all connected. We are all connected. We all feel each other. We all sense each other. Ralph Waldo Emerson in his essay on love said, every soul is a celestial Venus to every other soul. Love is the highest word and the synonym of God. Breathe that in for a moment. When we live from this spirit, from this heart within, we live from that. We live in a sea of gratitude. We live in a sea of gratitude. And we're grateful for everything. We're grateful for the sun and the rain. We're grateful for the food that we receive and all that it takes to bring it to us. We're grateful for dolphins and trees and soaring eagles and kittens and all of that. We're grateful for our senses and our bodies through which we experience this form of life. And we are grateful to have this tiny slice of time. Think about it. 13 plus billion year old universe that we are in. We get this little, let's just call it 75, 80 um, let's see, I just, I'm 70, so let's call it 90 year or 100 year or 115 year slice of time out of those billions of years to be present, to experience life, to experience life, to experience joy and sorrow, to experience connection and loneliness, to live, to be fully alive, to laugh and love and cry and just be. I'm grateful for that. Even on the days that stink, frankly, I'm so grateful that I get to be here playing. To share a dream, we must have a dream. And we must believe in, have faith in that dream. Dreams of a world that is more aware of living as love, living as peace, living as harmony, a health, creativity, freedom, joy, abundant good. These are dreams that are worthy of us, and we are worthy of them. And so as we stand on the rock of knowing, and as Curtis Hopkins calls it a gnosis rock, a rock of knowing, of that gnosis, that deep knowing, not knowing about, but actually knowing. As we stand on that rock of knowing, spirit as source that we can't make this happen, that we don't have to make this happen, but we do have to actively make it welcome. Make it welcome. When we do that, as we do that, we become a place where that spark of spirit catches, takes hold, and spreads. That light, that love, that joy, 
It's like a little leaven in a large amount of flour. I say, I like to say that, that if we would just open the door a crack, if we just are willing to be willing to be willing, the spirit will rush through that door. It will stick its foot in and start the process. What we have to do is say yes, to say yes to this dream that wants to express through us. And if you don't know what your dream is, how about a dream of a world of love? How about a dream of a world of peace? How about a dream of a world of harmony? That's a pretty darn good set of dreams. We say yes. And when, as we do, we find that energy wants to express, wants to, desires to, passionately wants to express itself through us. Your dream is awaiting your sincere yes. You know, Narayan, Narayan and Janet, who uh, we listened to a couple of their songs today, have a song that says, all my dreams are waiting for me to come true. All my dreams are waiting for me to come to, that, to the trueness of that spiritual awareness. So say yes and stand in that yes. We must be firm and consistent in our yes. Genevieve Barron, who some of you may remember from the Prosperity Plus Two course, says that if we aren't, we're like a slide projector that keeps throwing a different slide in front of it every few moments and you never know what you're really gonna be looking at. And sometimes it's working, sometimes it's not working, all like that. I use the analogy because I just had this experience the other day of, of, you know, we're like a driver driving down the road with no clue where they're going. You know, the left turn signal comes on, then the right turn signal comes on, and then they slow down, they stop, they wander, they, you know, they, and they block the road for the rest of us, you know? And so we become like that to blocking the dream. We have to stay yes, say yes and be firm and consistent, standing in that yes, that yes. Saying yes to our dream, to spirit's dream through and as us, and trusting the dream and trusting the spirit, the infinite presence, the infinite source behind that dream brings us to places we never imagined that we could be in our wildest imagination. So let's do a little guided meditation to help anchor this in. I'm going to invite you to relax if you're comfortable. Close your eyes. One of the things about meeting on Zoom is, you know, nobody's going to pull your pigtails while your eyes are closed, so you don't have to worry about that. Let yourself take a nice deep breath. And imagine you're rising above the earth. And in your imagination, you see the earth. And allow yourself to be moved by her beauty the green of her mountains, the blue of the oceans, the gold of her fields. Let yourself feel that. And now see the billions of people who are right now walking, driving, sleeping, working, birthing, dying, living, laughing, crying, 
see that most of them have clouds of confusion, clouds of struggle, swirling around their heads, blocking their view of life. Take a breath. Now see a human being who has become free from their clouds, standing in front of a person who hasn't, touching that second person with their heart. Watch this heart energy dissipate through the second person's clouds so that he or she is again available to life. Now see both of these people turning to two other people and meeting them with the healing of the heart. Now see those four people, each greeting another person. And watch this spread all over the planet as more and more people come out of their clouds of struggle and live from the authenticity and love of their true being. Know that your life, you, your life is a part of this healing process that is happening right now on this planet. Breathe into your heart, let it expand. you take another breath, let yourself become present back into this service, into this time with each other, without losing the expansion of your heart. Gently let your eyes open and be present. You don't have to find your heart or your dream. It's always here. All we need is the willingness, the yes, to awaken. And the fact that you're here this morning and engaged in the kind of practices that we do demonstrates that your willingness is already here. Are we willing to be brave enough to share it? Are we willing to let our hearts shine even when we encounter people who would rather that we kept our hearts under wraps. Are we willing to stand in our power of love and wholeness? We can trust the flow of life. We can trust that flow of life because it is inevitably and always for us. So this week, three spiritual practices. The first one is to spend time knowing that love and that dream, which is always and already present within you. Knowing it. Letting yourself stand on that rock of that love and that dream, that rock of that gnosis, that knowing. That's the first one. Spend time knowing that love and that dream. And then from that knowing, the second practice is to share your love, 
not just keep it hidden under a bushel basket. I guess I'm into Jesus metaphors today, but not just keeping it in, under a bushel basket, letting it shine. Be present with people from and as your divine self. And you don't have to do or say anything special. Just being truly present is enough. Your presence, your full presence alone is enough. Your best presence that you can be in the moment is enough. And then the third practice is to meditate on the dream of infinite love spreading throughout the world. To allow yourself, the universe creates by contemplation, to allow yourself to be a place of the contemplation of that truth, of that love, of that peace, of that harmony, of that wholeness being present in the world. So are we willing to play with those three practices this week? Spend time knowing that love, sharing that love, contemplating that love, that dream. By the way, if you have another dream, the same practice, the same process works just as well. I'm going to close with a quote from uh, that same essay from, uh, from Emerson on love. He says, love is a fire that kindling its first embers in the narrow nook of a private heart, caught from a wandering spark out of another private heart, glows and enlarges until it warms and beams upon multitudes of men and women, upon the universal heart of all, and so lights up the world and all nature with its generous flames. I invite you to take that in one more time. Love is a fire that kindling its first embers in the narrow nook of a private heart, caught from a wandering spark out of another private heart, glows and enlarges until it warms and beams upon multitudes of men and women upon the universal heart of all, and so lights up the world and all nature with its generous flames. So it is. Let's do our affirmation. Give me just a moment. That little video hmm, complicates the share, screen sharing. We'll have to work on that. So join me as together we say this affirmation. Divine love shines through me, illuminating the world. One more time. Divine love shines through me, illuminating the world. And so it is.